Welcome into this week's edition of On the Spot. I'm Tony Mulvey, joined by Zach Strickland. Zach, hey. want to get your idea of where we're headed for the fourth quarter. Looking primarily upstream or further upstream than what we normally do, looking at ocean bookings. So date submitted to the ocean carrier, seeing this rapid decline, kind of touch on what this might mean for the peak season. Yeah, the uh, this is bookings volume. So this is basically counting the number of times uh, importers are asking for shipments into the United States. And Henry Byers has done a great job. His, re- his most recent article is phenomenal. Uh, definitely, he, he lines it out really well. Mm-hmm. But this is an indication. This is like, you know, the average lead time's around 8 to 11 days yep. uh, before it leaves <laughs> to come to the United States. So this is pretty deep upstream view of what we can expect freight demand to be like you know, domestically, because most of our retail freight, which is this by this largely serves, uh, you know, in retail peak season in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's what drives <laughs> the truckload peak season. Ex- right? Exactly. So this is this is a really strong indicator of what we're going to look at about six to eight weeks into the future. Mm-hmm. This freight has to get into the DCs, the warehouses, and be ready t- for uh, fulfillment uh, by the holiday period. So it looks like. One positive takeaway is that we did have a peak. <laughs> yes. uh, we did have some activity and it has driven freight volumes higher thus far, a little bit ahead of schedule. Yes. The big question is, did we just see a little bit of a pull forward? Yes. <laughs> and it looks like this data is suggesting that we might have had a one-off situation and this retail season may not be as active as we might think it would be. Yes, and <laughs> I'll couple that with the inbound ocean TEU volume index because this is when the TEUs are actually leaving the ports, right? So this takes that eight days in advance, 10 days in advance, right, and breaks it down to a container vol- level. Mm-hmm. What you can see, you see the pull forward in that peak right mm-hmm. in early August, but we've declined since then. I think the concerning part, at least from my perspective, is that we've talked about how weak 2022's peak was. Mm-hmm. And that was, I mean, you saw where we were internationally at yeah. that time. We've never crossed over it year over year. It feels like this sets up to be even softer this year, even though we did see, you know, improvements throughout sequential improvements, right? right. Improved from Q1 to Q2 to now the middle of Q3, but it just doesn't seem strong enough to suggest that Q4 of this year is going to be anything to write home about. Yeah, this is a this is a hard thing to look at because we're coming out of a super overheated period, economic bubble, yeah. <laughs> if you will. Uh, so year over year data still kind of noisy, yeah. and you know we have to kind of reset our thinking because also I think one of the reasons we're seeing this big uptick is because of a little bit of overcorrection in the inventory yep. side and a little bit of opti- like just in case. Yeah. returning to the uh, importer side yes. to make sure that they do have stuff just in case, maybe a little bit extra. And we've seen in- inventories contract for a lot of, uh, for a few months now. So this right here may have, you, you have to take it as kind of a new environment. Yes. I don't think that we're going to see something, you know, if, if demand does remain resilient, great. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's going to be the thing to take away. I don't think you can say, okay, we're out of the woods just yet. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and now, so we've looked international. Let's move domestically. Mm-hmm. But let's look further maybe upstream domestically, right? We mm-hmm. we kind of talk that intermodal and truckload act as a rival, but typically you'd see intermodal moves into 
play areas like Chicago and Dallas, mm -hmm. and then goods move out via truck from there. So looking at total loaded outbound rail volumes, again, kind of what you mentioned too, mm -hmm. data's still noisy. Mm -hmm. We're in this environment, we're resetting. This was an area I thought you, maybe you would have seen some growth given, I mean, Donnie brought up in the last carrier update how far those intermodal rates have fallen or declined, especially in those longer lengths of haul from Port of LA into the Dallas. inlands, mm -hmm. Dallas, Chicago, mm -hmm. Atlanta, any of them. Right. You really haven't seen any growth in volumes. I mean, you've seen, again, sequential, but it's like 1% quarter over quarter growth you're still down to what, oh, eight yeah, or 10%? Yeah. The, you know, rails have been kind of gaining some traction over the last couple of months, but really stalled out <laughs> over the last month or so. Uh, they've done, they're really slow. Yes. <laughs> and they're really slow to adjust. You just talked about it with Donnie. Those spot rates dropped tremendously. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have had to have done that had they been working on getting those rates down earlier. Yes. They're a little late to the game. They know it's peak season uh, for imports <laughs> and things like that. And they're just not seeing... You know, all that demand, it's going on the trucks. Yeah. It's going into the warehouses and just getting on a truck because truckload spot rates are so low yep. and the intermodal section normally isn't concerned about that. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons we're seeing this kind of stabilize is they have not adjusted their pricing quite fast enough. Yeah, and it's one of those things, it's, it's not a perfect one-to-one -one switch mm -hmm. right away, but at some point you can make that switch. Yeah. It's just, it has to be advantageous to make it. Now, the truckload market mm -hmm. really has held up. I mean, throughout seasonally, you saw end of July stronger. Yeah. August, you actually ended the month higher than where you started, which is abnormal. You don't really see it. You do see an uptick normally at the back half of the month, but mm -hmm. not enough to kind of offset it. I mean, it feels like the truckload market is yeah, oh, stable. Yeah, and uh, but August being as big of a month when you not necessarily versus July, which has the holiday trough there, yeah. but versus June, yep, it's highly unusual to see August beat out June in terms of total total demand, and that's something to really monitor moving forward. Is how sustainable is this? Yeah. This feels like an anomaly, like we've been talking about. Is mm -hmm. it's a one-off situation that we're just not quite ready to say, okay, everything's going to be hunky dory. The big month for me to watch, not necessarily September, probably flatten out a little bit, but October is normally a month that we start to see things kind of take a nosedive. Uh, absolutely. It'll be definitely something to pay attention to if you are in the domestic transportation space. But thanks, Zach, for joining me on this week's edition of On The Spot. Right now, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more Freight Waves now.